Hello, I'm Jennifer Watts. I'm a friend who likes having friends. On the You Too, Me Too podcast, we talk about friendship, the hows and whys of connecting with others, hear some wisdom from friends, and maybe choose a friendship challenge to try. On today's episode, you'll hear about a study that shows how having friends affects our level of motivation. You'll hear uh, something that my friend Kira wanted to share with us that has to do with the concept of you two, me too. We have a listener question and you'll get a chance to choose a challenge. So today I'm going to share just a little bit about the self-determination theory that was put forward by Edward D.C. and Richard Ryan and has had hundreds of other scientists um, testing theories in and around uh, this larger bracketed theory, self-determination theory. Um, And I wanted to share a little bit about it, the part that connects to the importance of having friends. Um, Basically, in psychology, self-determination is a concept that refers to each person's ability to make their own choices and manage their own life. Um, Having self-determination helps you with your psychological health and well-being, and it allows people to feel like they have some control over their choices and lives. Um, The biggest sort of connection is with high self-determination, there's high motivation. People feel more motivated to take action when they feel like what they do will have an effect on the outcome. So self-determination theory suggests that people are motivated to grow and change by three innate and universal psychological needs. So self-determination theory says self-determination increases motivation. Self-determination is increased by having people's needs met. In particular, three major needs. The need for competence, the need for connection, and the need for autonomy. So I think we can all probably think of something that we want to get done. Some little thing, big thing, big goal, big health challenge, big uh, changing career, living your dream. We want to get done, but we just need a little bit more motivation. Basically, the self-determination theory says that if you have a higher level of competence, higher level of connection, and a higher level of autonomy in your life, you will be more motivated. So let me just talk about those three things, competence, connection, and autonomy. Um, If those are increased in our lives, then we have more motivation. Um, So competence, that's a mastery of things that are important to us. So it doesn't mean you need to increase your competence in the very goal that you're trying to achieve, but that you feel a sense of competence in your life 
um, based on things that are important to you. You feel like you're competent as a mom. You feel like you're competent at your job. You feel like you're competent in your environment. You know how to take care of yourself. Um, with that feeling of competence comes more self-determination. That's one. Um, relatedness. That's all about a sense of belonging, feeling connected to people, feeling like you matter to people, but also feeling like they matter to you. So it's a back and forward flow um, with people where there's genuine connection. And that's in all areas of your life, or at least strongly in some areas of your life. Um, and then the third one is autonomy. And that's where you are wholeheartedly doing things in your life that you want to do, that you have chosen, um, that they're not um, uh, things that you're doing, like getting a, a doctor's degree because your mother wanted you to. Um, these are you making choices in the things that you really want to do. So your actions are coming from a real desire in yourself. So those three things they found throughout this study that if those things were higher in your life, then you are more likely to be a self-motivated person. And to clarify, this motivation that they're talking about is not from outside sources. So it's not an increased motivation because somebody's paying you a lot more money to do it, or because you're trying to prove a point to somebody else, or because you're going to win a prize if you lose so many pounds. The motivation they're talking about is self-motivation so that it comes from within you that you want to get moving and get stuff done. That motivation comes from having those three things in your life. Okay, so let's think about those three things. Uh, now, I think I said relatedness instead of connection. Um, it's used back and forth, um, that word, to mean the same thing uh, in some of the uh information I read. So we're talking about competence, connection, and autonomy. Um, if you just think about those three things for a minute, how are they in your life? How would you rate the level of competence in your life out of 10? Do you feel like you um, are able to manage in the environment you're in? Uh, are you good at your job? Um, uh, good being relative. Um uh, do you feel like, you know, you, you have competence in, in running your household or feeding yourself or doing your exercise? Um, in all of those things in your life, how is your level of competence out of 10? And then look at connection. How are you connected with the community? How do you feel about mattering to others? Do others matter to you? Are you um, cared for and connected with loved ones and friends? How's that out of 10? And then the autonomy, how is that out of 10? Are you making the choices in your life based on an inner desire to do that? You're wholeheartedly in about your life choices. And does it match who you really are, your choices? How's that out of 10? So the idea um, is that you want to be high in all three of those. If you're eight out of 10, seven out of 10, and then you have a two out of 10, um, that's maybe an area you want to look at because it's when all three of those areas are getting higher that you feel an increased level of self-motivation in your life. So uh, take a look. 
see what you can you can work on to develop that strong level of motivation and I wanted to talk about this because I'm excited about the fact that um, connection is one of those three and what a difference it would make in our lives to have increased motivation and intrinsic motivation coming from ourselves not somebody saying you have to go to the gym but you saying you know what I'm gonna go to the gym that kind of motivation I want more of that and so I'll be checking in and seeing um, what uh, checking in with myself and seeing where am I where am I with my feeling of competence and could I take a course could I talk to my husband about running things a little better in the house like all of these little things I think could make a dish a difference anyway thanks for listening to all that I I wanted to share my excitement about the fact that connectedness is in fact one of those three So if you have any comments, let me know. Um, I'd be excited to hear what you think about that theory. My friend Jenna listened to last week's podcast and had a follow-up question uh, that she sent me about the conversation with Mavis. Here it is. And then my wise and interesting answer. Jen, it's Jenna. Um, I loved your conversation with Mavis about friendship and I had a question. Um, Mavis suggested that two keys to making friends is to be giving and to be outgoing. And I'm wondering what you think um, about people who maybe aren't naturally outgoing and what are some practical ways that they could use that tip? Thanks so much. Bye. Hi, Jenna. I really appreciate you asking the question. I know that you are not introverted, but you are very good at caring about all sorts of people. And I know if you're asking the question, you're thinking about some introverted friends that might be asking that question, but wouldn't be extroverted enough to let me know. Okay, so thanks, Jenna. I'm going to start by uh, saying the first thing you have to do is leave the apartment. I have some introverted friends who don't really leave the apartment and then wish they had friends. You could leave the apartment and go volunteering, take a class, join a club, go to a community event cheer on a team maybe um any of those things to get you out and about to actually run into new people um then when you get a chance to meet a new person uh, I have a few tips for introverted and otherwise but in particular for the introverts um it's not about you gaining a friend it's about focusing on others Um, when you're spending time with them. And inadvertently, uh, then they become your friends. When you get a chance to connect with someone new, um, really be interested in them. What are they thinking? How are they feeling? What are their experiences and opinions? Um, You'll make a lot more friends by showing interest in them rather than trying to get them interested in you. Um, 
the second thing I might suggest is really pay attention. When you're paying attention to what people are sharing or doing, how they interact, um, you learn little things about them, but then you also have opportunities to start conversations um, with them easily the next time. So they mention it was their birthday or that they were making a special recipe for something they hadn't tried. Or they mentioned that today's the anniversary of their friend moving away. Um, if you just tuck those bits of information uh, away, and I'll even put them in my calendar, just a little note, uh, so that I can remember the next time I see them to ask, hey, how'd that recipe turn out? Um and just check in with them about stuff that they'd mentioned before. It really goes a long way to making connection with people. Um, the third thing I would share is that often we have a lot of acquaintances in our lives. And particularly for introverts, it might be easier to move from uh, an acquaintance to a friend rather than from a total stranger to a friend. Um and the best way to do that is to do a little you too, me too. So you don't have to share your deepest secrets or anything. But if you get a chance, you're having a little chit chat with your acquaintance. If you share a little bit, if you're a little vulnerable, maybe share a struggle you're having, a dream you have, something you're interested in, and see whether you get any kind of interested response. If so, great. Maybe they'll say, hey, me too. And if not, um, don't take it personally. There's lots of reasons people share or don't share. Um, but try again and maybe try with someone else. Okay, so I hope that was wise and interesting. <laughs> it's just some feedback. I'm not the expert, uh, but uh, just some ideas. Okay, thanks again, Jenna. I'd like to share a quote that my friend Kira sent me. This quote is from a fellow named Kazuo Ishiguro. Um, he is a British novelist, screenwriter, and short story writer. He was born in Nagasaki, Japan, and moved to the United Kingdom in 1960 when he was five. Um, he went on to write um, a number of notable works, like An Artist of the Floating World, The Remains of the Day, When We Were Orphans, and never let me go. Um, he was, uh, he's got lots of awards, um, but this quote is from a speech he gave uh, in 2017 when the Swedish Academy awarded Ishiguro the Nobel Prize in Literature. Nobel. Okay, Nobel Prize in Literature. Uh, and so, anyway, the quote is this. There are large, glamorous industries around stories. The book industry, the movie industry, the television industry, the theater industry. But in the end, stories are about one person saying to another, This is the way it feels to me. Can you understand what I'm saying? Does it also feel this way to you? Kira thought that resonated with you too, me too, and I do too. Thanks for sharing that, Kira.
Okay, friendship challenge today. Get together with your friend virtually and discuss what is your COVID 19 nickname or alter ego? Discuss with a friend. What is your COVID 19 nickname or alter ego? I'll tell you what mine is. My nickname is Dr. Watts. Basically, people are stressed out <laughs> all around me. I'm stressed out various times. And so I've taken to psychologically diagnosing people.、Uh, I have no authority. I also have no training.、Um, <laughs> but I do it. And I want the t shirt that says, Keep talking. I'm still diagnosing you.、Uh, so my COVID 19 nickname is Dr. Watts. I'd love to hear yours. So,、uh, challenge. So, that's it for episode six. I'd love to hear from you if you've tried any of the friendship challenges and how that went. Or if you have any questions, drop me a line. You can find me on Instagram at youtube.me2 or send me an email at youtube.me2 at shaw.ca. That's s h a w.ca. I'd like to thank、uh, Kira and Jenna for their contribution to the podcast and thank my son Ansley J. Watts for the podcast's original music. If you liked this podcast, please tell a friend. Also, if you subscribe to the podcast, then you will automatically get the next episode, and subscribing doesn't cost you anything. This has been You Too, Me Too, and I'm Jennifer Watts. We'll touch base again next Tuesday. Thank you for being a friend. Total bonus tip. You have kids at home, you're worried about them schooling, let them watch TV, but turn the volume off and put on the closed captioning. Boom, they're reading. Ah,、oh, brother, what's happening?